0: Welcome back to Legit Bat, I'm Joe, Jen is with me today, and this is a roundtable we did with returning champion Brandon Williams to talk about some legal shit, and uh, this is kind of a joint effort, so it's a three-part series, the links for the other two parts will be in the notes as soon as I can do that, Uh, this is the first of three, so lucky you! And also, I wanted to mention real quick not a sponsor, but my buddy Nate has a cool new fashion t shirt site called trippyfashion.com. I'll put the links in the notes. It's got all kinds of cool designs, like with mushrooms and shit. Just trying to help him out and get the word out there. Anyway, enjoy the show.
1: The Mighty Morphin uh, Sovereign Rangers. Is that what you're calling this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Let's go. Why not? That's good. Right, awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I am very much looking forward to this. This is already insane. And I actually invited Heath. It's good to see you. My friend Heath Cummings is going to join us and he's going to introduce himself in a second and tell you why. But we just recorded an episode for uh, Expanding Reality about two hours ago. And I was like, dude, you've got to hop on this shit with your background (laughs) and we'll get to it. But guys, it's awesome to see everyone. How are y'all?
0: Amazing right rate. answer at the same time
1: <laughs> everybody <knows>. amazing
3: <laughs> living the dream man <laughs> this is insane
1: this is insane okay let's just everybody around uh brandon thomas with expanding reality for those that don't know you can find me at expanding reality com and all the places joe go
0: oh my this joe okay yeah I got you yeah. this is uh joe and jen from legit bat and you can find us in all the places everywhere in instagram and telegram and all the stupid shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's about it ready go we're uh, like shotgun introduction here
4: brandon joe williams one stupid fuck.com boom
2: ryan anybody ryan beautiful uh ryan sprague coming at you live from boston mass i am the cannabis coach and you can find me at the real ryan sprague and podcasts highly optimizing this one time on psychedelics on everywhere podcasts are hosted pumped to be here with you fine gents and ladies Fuck yes. Did you get that
1: uh, TikTok I sent you about putting cannabis on your um, skin for bug bites? Yes, dude, um, I yeah. did. Yeah, all right. There you go. That
2: more and cool. more things you can use it for every single day.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> add, it, add it to the uh, bat belt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, uh, we're not familiar with you, dude, but please introduce yourself, further.
3: Sure. Andrew Benjamin, you can find some of the work that I've done at Uh, uh Got some work up there and going to be putting out a new brand here coming out soon. That's awesome. So it's yeah, it's probably going to be called PureAnarchistPropaganda dot Nice, you know,
4: I like that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> your pleasure, man. Welcome, welcome. And Heath, Heath Cummings, please. Speaking of nipples, Heath
5: Cummings, how are you, dude? <laughs> Heath Cummings from uh, <laughs> that's the best intro I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Heath Cummings from the Live This Life podcast. You can find me all over the place. Livethislife.org is a website.
1: Dope. I think we, that was an awesome round, everyone, for people who speak for a living. I love this. Uh, Outstanding uh, conversation, this meeting of the minds happened over a gathering of, um, uh, what is this, an Instagram message and all of this because of, you know, the satanic uh, social media technology that we were able to gather here and to talk about how you're being fucked every day of your life. And so we're going to just kind of talk about it a little bit differently here. We're very excited to have Brandon here, Ryan, uh, just fucking Jojen, Heath, Andrew, everybody. This is going to be so the tits, I think, as they say. <laughs> so everybody, um, just fucking welcome. How are we starting this thing? Like, let's do this.
0: So I was actually thinking about that before the show. And I don't know what you went over with, Brandon, on your show with him. And I don't know really... uh. How uh because I know Andrew's gonna love this shit too, but I just figured we'd start wherever Brandon wants to, or Andrew, or whoever else, because we covered probably slightly different shit on all of our shows. So well
4: I have I have one thing that I'd like to say. So so when I was on expanding reality, we found the whole endorsement thing, and that rabbit hole has already gone as deep as creating micronations. So I've already got like tons of tests in play. We've already got tons of things in play. I've got tests happening. So we are testing the manufacturing of micronations right now as we
0: speak. Well, yeah, explain that one a little more then, because that's mm-hmm. new to me. Yes, Do tell.
4: So so you we on the expanding when I was on expanding reality with um, with Brandon, uh, we were going through the passport process and he spotted something that is literally right on the front page at the top that that I had never noticed uh, the upper right section, the endorsement section. And we've got a few guys. I have a guy who just went in to get a passport the other day. He did, he did the D he did the checkbox for the diplomatic passport and he did the uh, endorsement number 11 for ambassador at large. And the lady had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. So he literally just like reached over and like started operating her computer. He's like, would you mind if I look on your computer? Right. And apparently there's two different checkboxes that they have on their little passport computer. They have one for fee and no fee. And she was like, "I'd never clicked the no fee one before." He's like, "All right, click on it." She clicks on it, and it pops up: specialty passports, diplomatic. She says, "She's." He says, "Let's do that one. I want to do the passport, the diplomatic passport." She said, "Okay." So apparently, with a diplomatic passport, they can't issue you a card; they can only issue you the book. But the fucking passport only costs thirty (laughs) five dollars. So he he actually. He well, I don't. It, it might be like just literally to print the paper and shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, like no fee, meaning like no service fee, but like you still have to pay for like the fucking paper or whatever. So it's thirty-five dollars, and he walked away. Now, now you know the passport office probably partially because of all the shit that we're doing is backed up like thirteen plus weeks, even if you expedite it. But uh, you know, I don't want to speak too soon. I I really don't like quitting the the cart before the horse because there's already enough of that shit in in this arena so i will say who knows maybe they'll deny it but we do have a bunch of these things in the works now now once you become an ambassador at large the definition if you literally look up ambassador at large online ambassador at large it says an ambassador with special duties not appointed to a particular country the at large part means like not necessarily associated with a specific country right then you look up the definition of ambassador the definition of ambassador is uh an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representative to a foreign country but one of the other definitions that i found was somebody who runs an embassy in a foreign land so then I started thinking to myself, okay, so once you become an ambassador at large, now the next step, logical next step is to create an embassy. And that's when I started getting into the micronation thing and that's when blah 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 blah. So so this is happening. We are we are the the definition of nation. I've been spending a lot of time trying to dig like crazy and figure out the definition of nation. And and actually what's crazy is the, the the definition that it seems to to that i seem to find everywhere i go and it seems to be kind of like the end where i keep trying to dig and i just hit rock solid foundation is just a collective thought or idea uh, associated with a group of people it's not really a location so i'm sitting here thinking to myself like all right so a micronation is literally just someone who it's a culture it's a subculture that has basically legally Separated themselves as a a foreign governmental body, legally, essentially, and that's basically where my research is as of right now. Since we did the expanding reality show,
1: the silly and perhaps obvious question is: Then what stops the U.S. government and all of its military might from invading your country?
4: Um. Well, again, like I said on the show, stupid little cards and little books and all this crap. It ain't it ain't gonna do anything for you. It's it's your diplomatic ability, your communicative ability. I mean, you you literally have your own foreign relations wing of your nation.
1: I love this. I love the idea on my little Scion having little flags (laughs) on as I'm driving (laughs) to get the mail and shit. I love that.
4: Now, if if people use this technology to say "fuck everybody else," you can't touch me. Fuck you. Come get me, you piece of shit. Stockpiling machine guns and grenades. That's Probably not going to work out so well for you. You know what I mean? Because we we covered the definition of of uh, 18 USC 11. The definition of foreign government is you know any any body of of, of people or insurgents or anything that are at peace, uh, regardless of whether they've been officially recognized. So again, that's the definition I always operate off of. So if you're driving around saying "fuck you," I have my own micronation. You piece of shit, you can't touch me. I think I think that's a pretty short runway. For your little nation, personally. It's the same uh, idea as
0: wa- waving your wiener around at a cop. Like, you, you yeah. can do that, sure, but yeah. there's probably going to be repercussions for that. Yeah.
4: I mean, then you, know, you, know, you think to yourself, like, all right, even if you're a kid and you're on a playground and you say, nana, nana, you can't get me, What do you, what do you think the other kids are going to
0: do? Right. Get him get so, him get him hold him down
4: you, quick
2: you will be god baby.
3: it's
4: it's, <laughs> like, it's like it's like this isn't fucking rocket science like in, in my opinion this is that's like,
3: why your best bet is to stay away from stay away from them to the best of your ability but know how to deal with the judge if they end up taking you in
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: mm-hmm.
4: well the really- beauty the beauty of 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 being an ambassador at large is i mean there there is absolutely no jurisdiction I mean, they won't even try. They won't even try. If you really do have a micronation and you set the whole thing up, you're going to be. I don't even know. Like, it's a whole different court system. It's a whole different. I don't even know. Like, we're we're beyond anything that I typically have a lot to say about. Um, I'd imagine it's, it's more of a international court, which I've heard a little bit about these. But the, the thing is, is that they want the easy route. They want the hand him a ticket, fuck him, take his car, fuck him, five seconds, like no sweat off our back. They don't want to deal with an international court. Like, that's way beyond anything they're going to be willing to to deal with. So, like I was saying, I don't think I said this in an expanding reality show, but I said it to some of my fans recently. It makes It makes all the police interactions really simple. It's just... Uh, there. I found a, a diplomatic and consular immunity guide that was written for law enforcement, and I put it on my state national resources page if anyone wants to see it or download it. And inside that training manual, they literally tell the officers that the officers have the right to detain you until they can uh, determine your identity if you say you're a foreign diplomat or a consular. So all you do in my head, theoretically, this is where the research is right now for what I'm doing you just say i'm a foreign diplomat and i'm more than happy to be detained until you can verify my identity and then and then inside the uh, immunity and consular guide for law enforcement it says that there's these 24-hour hotlines that that these guys can call in the department of state and they just call this hotline and they say i have this passport number, blank, 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 blank. Can you please tell me about this particular person? And they go, yes, this person is a, a state citizen and, and it's do not detain. Or they say, yes, this person is a, a has a diplomatic passport, do not detain or whatever. And then the officer comes back to the person and, and what they're supposed to do, as long as you aren't an asshole, thank you, Mr. Williams, have a nice day. They're actually trained to say that exact line. So it's so like, to me, this is getting really simple because it's like, dude, like I, I, my embassy... You could even say like my embassy told me like I'm not really supposed to answer any questions like what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to give you this card, and then I'm supposed to allow you to detain me until you can you can uh, verify my identity and I and then you can say something like look I realize anyone can tell you that they're uh, a counselor anyone can tell you oh I'm a counselor right so it's like here here's the evidence that I am a counselor and I'd like you to verify that evidence and then I'm more than happy to be detained until you can verify that evidence. And then, oh, you know, ask me questions like, look, my embassy told me like, I'm not really supposed to answer any questions, but like I said, more than happy to be detained until, until you can verify my identity. The
0: thing I love about this is that the average cop is probably never going to come across this situation in his life. Well, maybe not yet, maybe soon, but yeah, the average cop on the street is never going to even encounter this and not know what the fuck to do about it. And if you know the things to say to him, give him directions and be like, look, you just call this hotline and verify me and then let me go. That's going to blow his fucking mind. I imagine.
4: Well, I mean, you can even print off that 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 uh, immunity and counselor relations guide. And carry it with you in your glove compartment or in your trunk and just say, look, I I have the the immunity consular relations guide for law enforcement here on the car. Would you like me to hand it to you? Like, as far as I know, I've studied it because I wanted to understand how I can have a good relationship with you guys. Uh, you know, you guys have the right to detain me until I can prove my identity. And you just tell them, like, look, it makes sense to me because anyone can fucking say I'm an ambassador at large. Look at me. La, la, la. I'm an ambassador at large. Right. But it's like, I actually am. And here's the proof. And like, there's a hotline and you can call it and it's 24 hours and like you know my, my embassy told me not to really say anything else like they, they told me to give you the identification and then you have a 24-hour hotline and then you're supposed to call it in and then and then we can go from there and and you just be like literally just like i said you're not like a dick you're not like oh well, you can here's my passport card yeah you can uh, I, I, i'm i'm okay with being detained until you can verify my identity i guess you fucking pig like you don't do that you don't do that there's nothing you know you just you know if you have any questions, yeah, you know, go go to your superiors. There are there is training material that you guys are supposed to be able to have access to involving uh, uh, diplomatic and foreign and consular relations. You know, it's it's not really my place to be training you on the side of the road for right now. You know, let's just let's just get get my identity as a consular verified so that you can feel comfortable moving forward from that point, and then we'll move forward from that point. Enough to talk about. It. You don't need to like train people. You don't need to learn a whole bunch of crazy-ass shit. You don't need to be a fucking legal professional. You literally just have your passport sorted out. You know some of the basic definitions. You're a fucking ambassador at large. And
1: that's it. You know, I, I want to ask Heath uh, what his response is to everything we're talking about here. But Heath, if you don't mind, set up your background for us, sir.
5: Yeah, it was, uh, I'm, I'm retired law enforcement of 18 years. I've been retired for five years now. So... Um, and I have to say, I got out for all the right reasons. I mean, uh, in the in the beginning of it all, we had some of the sovereign citizen training and I remember how much they um, they basically talked about them being like enemy of the state, enemy of the cops and everything else. And you're gonna come across them and get this piece of paper put up in the window whenever you try to interact with people and stuff. And then as the years went on and, and you know, heading towards the, the last days, I was wearing the badge. And since then it's like, well, we used to look at them like they were um like it was it was like some sort of anti-American thing. And it's like the, the lo- more time that's gone on, the more I'm like, I'm I'm turning into one of them myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is is I, I live in like small town in Massachusetts. It's where I was. And uh we would live on one of the most rural throughways though in, in the area, going east-west from Boston to Albany. And you're saying, like, it's what's the odds that us, uh, you know, any cop's gonna encounter this. Small town guy goes and pulls over a car with a plate they didn't recognize, realize it was a diplomatic plate. I walked up. It was like, yeah, have a nice night. Like there's there's basically a the whole lot of rules that went along with any diplomats and uh, foreign ambassadors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like it's almost at one point I don't care if this guy's got bodies in the trunk, like he's going yeah. down the road and all the nightmares yeah. that go along with it. Yeah. Well,
1: that's good point. Diplomatic plates. What's up with that? So that would correspond and maybe well, sort of a just stay back. Yeah.
4: End. I looked into that a little bit. Well, for, first and foremost, I want to say one thing about that. These guys that put the pieces of paper up in the window and they act like fucking assholes. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it personally. So that's not that's not what I do. That's not what I'm into at all. I'm like window down. How you doing? Good to see you. Passport out. Hands on the fucking wheel. Like don't have any fire or you know don't have any guns on me like i don't i don't care about all that i'm not trying to 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 foster some kind of like you know warfare i, I really don't i i if i see cops in line at the fucking uh restaurant uh I'll, I'll pay for their shit i don't care you know what i mean it's it's hilarious too. i paid for these two cops one time for lunch i swear to god they they walked up and talked to me still to this fucking day <laughs> Like literally, Hey, how's it going, man? Good to see you. Uh, to this day, it's been like a year and a half, two years. I'm not kidding. Literally. So, uh, Being a human
0: to other humans really does go a long way yeah, for g- general yeah. welfare. Yeah. yeah.
4: And that's why I said on, on, uh, on the expanding reality show, I was like, look, pieces of paper, all this bullshit doesn't mean shit. If you can talk to people and you can be friendly and you can be a, a normal civilized human being, that is what it means to, be a micronation that's what it means to be a diplomat that's that's actually the definition of ambassador the definition of diplomat somebody who can actually fucking communicate you're you're a you're 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 a an intermediary communicative officer between one country and another country one country that's basically yours essentially if we do micronations and another country like that's pretty high fucking level communication like if you can't do it don't pretend you can do it and then get a card that says you are one and then fuck it all up so the thing is it's like uh but to go back to uh what you were saying it's 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 sad that that they're that they're trained that way but yeah the diplomatic and 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 the the diplomatic license plates were a bit weird to me because they were We didn't get into cars and stuff a lot on the Expanding Reality Show, and I don't want to get into it too much because it's a a deep rabbit hole. But the definition of motor vehicle is basically a, a vehicle that's used for commercial purposes on the highways, like literally. I'm not even kidding, right? So the diplomatic license plates are still within that category of motor vehicle and and I'm, I'm not totally sure because i haven't really gone down the rabbit hole that much but the the private motor carrier dot numbers which is the ones that we're using right now mainly um those ones seem to be they, they still technically are attached to motor vehicle but like they change the definition of motor vehicle in that sector so it's just kind of like something i'm still looking at but as of right now i still prefer the the private Uh, motor carrier dot numbers now can you take a private motor carrier dot number create your own custom license plates that say diplomat on it and then put the private motor carrier dot number on a a custom license plates that you made i think that's your best choice at this point of where my research is that's 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 what i think the best choice is personally because the private dot number you're completely outside of a commercial purview and it's like they even say it they're like (laughs) You're not in commerce. It's private. So so it's a fully privatized thing. And then you just put you just create a, a custom plate. It says diplomat across the top, DOT number, and then below that it says DOT and then the pound sign, something like that. If you create a little plate, put that on the back. I feel like that would be better than getting the 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 normal issued diplomatic plates that you can actually buy. But I could be wrong. And and we'll see how this goes as i look more into this but uh that's where i'm at right now
1: i still get to put the little flags on it though right well
4: you can do whatever you want i mean i i keep in mind the the i try to look at it from the point of view of hostility right you start putting flags on things and stuff like it starts to just become sort of like this kind of like weird thing you know yeah
1: i get it it's it's it's
4: kind of triggering a little bit for these guys you try to put yourself in their shoes right you want to make plates that look exactly like normal diplomatic plates in my opinion my plates that i have on my car and my motorcycle it looks just like a florida plate you can't tell the difference hardly at all
3: Yeah, yeah
1: it
4: looks just like a florida plate so, so I feel like these guys that do like private DOT number with the big globe on it, and the, it's like, all right, like you're you're asking to get, yeah, yeah. pulled over. You, you, the guy is already in his head thinking like, fuck this sovereign citizen. Just like the other guy said, uh Heath, fuck this sovereign citizen. Pull this fucker over. We're bored, especially if it's in the middle of nowhere. I'm I'm from those kind of areas in Indiana they're bored. Fuck this piece of shit. Pull him over. You know, uh, it's, it's, you're, you're creating a situation that doesn't need to exist.
0: Yeah. At that point, you're not just using your rights. You're just trying to shove it down their throats and that doesn't go very far with cops, especially like you said, if they're bored, because I know a lot of cops and a lot of them are bored a lot of the time (laughs) and they see those assholes and they're like, Oh, let's go verify this dick bag. Let's see what he's about. Now don't get me wrong.
4: I mean, look, if you if you want to test your, your test your might, you know, like Mortal Kombat, and you want to fucking start putting shit in your car that's that's likely and liable to get you pulled over because you need a little practice, uh fine. You know, just just I I just feel like, you know, you gotta think of it the more that you think of it from their perspective, what what does Sun Tzu says? He says, he says you to know thy enemy, you must become the enemy and even though i don't really consider them my enemy it still applies like you have to become the people who you think may in the future become your enemy and if you put yourself in their shoes and they see private Dot the globe on this piece of shit that's got half the paint missing and the fucking one wheel is a fucking donut because it blew out four weeks ago they're gonna pull you over bro i'm sorry like they're gonna pull you over like and then you know
0: well, I mean, that, if the mindset is to be left alone, which I, I know a lot of us are kind of on the same page with just leave me the fuck alone. That is not conducive to leave me alone. That's saying fuck yeah. with me on purpose. And I I'm not I know things.
4: I know things, motherfucker. I know things. Try me, bitch. Try, you know, it's right. it's a little bit of that, you know. And and it's posturing.
0: And, yeah.
4: You know, you hit a certain point where maybe you can. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't
0: talk the talk, really. really maybe you're bored. bored. Maybe you want to fuck with cops. Yeah.
4: Maybe you do and and you know and, and I, I my movement my micronation nation uh, is not involved in any of that but but hey everyone wants to play a little something everyone wants to do a little something as long as you aren't killing each other you're all having you know fun it's it's sort of the same thing as like you know back in the day in the wild west if you you and your buddy wanted to go out back and and shoot each other the, the sheriff would just stand back and make sure no one else got shot in the process it's kind of the same idea you know boys will be boys kind of a deal you know what i mean so if boys want to be boys you know all power to you as long as you aren't hurting other people or fucking in L- LA pulling off to the side of the road like a fucking idiot, you know, knocking out traffic all the way fucking back for 20 miles like a piece of shit. I want to fucking blow up your car. I don't care what you do. I really don't care what you do. You know what I mean?
2: So hilarious. And yeah, 100% it's like a pissing contest, right? Like mm-hmm. I've never understood why people want to go out there for it. I mean, I guess maybe people are bored, right? Like we were talking about, but it is very interesting and you know, I'm in a uh, mastermind right now, learning a lot about consumer law, trust law, et cetera. And I got into your stuff first, Brandon. So it's been interesting diving into all these juicy rabbit holes. I just got yeah. the, um, I don't know, it was some gigantic book on Amazon with all the U.S. codes in it and everything. It's got a bunch of different stuff in there. Um, Truth and Lending Act, all these different things. But nice, it's fucking fascinating. It's such a gigantic realm. It's amazing.
4: Oh, yeah. And it's just, you know, just like uh, uh, Brandon said in the introduction to our show, it's 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 very empowering. It's yeah, very, very, <laughs> very, very empowering yeah. to the point where it can be like intoxicating, you know, And that's, <laughs> that's the other part of it too, is like, you know, you, you, you can get a bit intoxicated and I understand why someone would be like, all right, I feel intoxicated. I'm putting a fucking private fuck you plate. Come get me pigs on the back of my car, you know, and it's like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like endorsing that, well. but
0: if
2: yeah. if you do do that, uh, send me the video because I'm interested <laughs> in watching that. <laughs> yeah. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> well, it's it's
4: it's no different than you know anything else. You know, we want to see people fight. You know, we want to see a UFC fight. We want to see a boxing match. We want to see this. We want to see that. It's like all right, no. but it's it's a boys will be boys thing. But but it's one of those things where when it becomes. Really, really ugly, and people are shooting each other and beating the fuck out of each other, and 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 people, really horrible things happen. It's like, all right, like
0: that's kind of where I was going with that. You know, if somebody's out there doing that and kind of baiting the cops because he thinks he can get away with it, eventually the media or somebody else is going to pick up on that and make an example out of that motherfucker to try to scare everybody else and be like, look at this dumbass guy who thinks he's a, he has rights. Look at this retard, you know, and then everyone's going to get scared from it. So that's where everybody needs to just like take it down a notch, do what Brandon's saying and just kind of go incognito, you know, don't, don't leave, you know, leave me alone. Don't fuck with me type of idea. Mm. Uh, Andrew, I was wondering, do you have any thoughts on this?
3: Well, when it comes to dealing with cops, I do the best I can to not, uh, that's just what, the way I see it. But whenever I, when I've done with, dealt with them in the past and I've gotten arrested before, I said a very specific thing, uh, that, w- that really worked in front of the judge whenever that happened. Uh, but it was basically, um, yeah, it came down to the name. The name is the key thing. Whenever somebody gets asked for the name, it's like, okay, if, if they just say, yep, that's me. And they say, is your name? So, and so, right. That's, right there that's where oh, yeah. as soon as you accept that name it it ends the entire proceedings it's over yeah right um and so when i when he asked me he said is your name andrew so and so i said whoa that sounds real similar to what i'm called sometimes but that is not me i don't speak legal all legalese the whole the whole language Right. I don't I don't understand any of it. I'm here under duress against my will without any form of consent. And I have a duty to inquire what is the nature and cause of these proceedings. The nature and cause of any proceedings is the key. If you ever in part of any proceedings ever, uh, you're going to want to make sure, you know, the nature and cause of what's really happening there.
4: What did what did they say to that?
3: Oh, they said, "Uh, is your name Andrew so-and-so? I said, again, whoa, that sounds real similar to what I'm called sometimes. That is not me. What does a quote-unquote name mean to you? I don't speak legal. Don't understand any of it here under duress against my will without any form of consent. And I have a duty to inquire, what is the nature and cause of these proceedings? And then again, they asked me for my name. uh, It is the
4: the third time. Then what happened?
3: After I said the same thing I mixed in some other stuff like I was assaulted kidnapped thrown in a cage against me and I, I made a whole big show of it. <clears throat> and then he asked the he asked the attorney he said what is a she said he said do we have a 7706 on this one basically implying like I found out later that means a bar oath to my to the best of my ascertainment but uh, at that point she said no he got real nervous and looked at me and I then I called everybody in the room incompetent and said I require these matters closed immediately. And they were because they can't tell me the the nature and cause of any proceedings. And if they can't tell me the nature and cause of any proceedings, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm -hmm. You know, like, why would I I consent to be a part of the proceedings that nobody can tell me what this is and why we're really here unless they're going to use their legal magic language? Uh, And so my whole thing is like legalese is something that I do the best I can to avoid at all costs. I don't speak legal. I don't hear legal. I can't see legal. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I still stick to my English. I'll look at Webster's. I call them right at the root of the language form and just say, look, get the hell out of here. That's really what we ultimately have to learn to do, from my understanding, at least when it it comes to their sort of criminal, their commercial attacks, right? Uh, but that's just from my experience that's what I've done and it worked and so I've been on this for a long time now how to go about integrating into the legal world Brandon I don't have any concept of like I'm not the best at that I operate like that I think of that as private or public and I pretty much operate entirely in the private so it's like two I just want to be left alone by those assholes I just want to be like I don't speak your language I don't know what the fuck you're saying don't understand any of it We just leave it right at that. Cause I mean, there's so many tricks and traps with that, with these words that people don't have. Like you just found out what check means. Think about how many of these other words that are out there where people are just like, damn, uh, you know, like these, like understand. Or for example, most importantly, the one I'm always on about, you, the word you. (laughs) Yeah. What do you you mean by you?
4: Someone who owes a debt to the United States. Yeah. Well, I I mean,
3: it also means EWE in legalese, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what does legalese mean? What does EWE mean? It's a sheep. Right. And so how do you know what they're saying, whether or not they're saying you or you to your face and you because you're not questioning. They're speaking a different language at you. You mentioned in, in your previous in your previous conversation that uh, it's, it's basically legal definitionary slavery. Right. And I'm completely mm-hmm. anti legal definitionary slavery. I think we deserve as a birthright to have a valid contract with the world. And it's about time that we realize that we have a pen, we have paper, and we can write this shit out. That's why I love your idea about put your own tags on it. Like, do just have your own shit, create your own everything. Don't depend on them for anything. And learn how to get. make sure that you can stand up against, it, against them and tell them to fuck right off and mean it. And it, and it works because <laughs> you have that power.
0: All right, that is the end of part one. If you liked it and you want to hear the other two, hit up the other guy's links and finish it out.